Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Lima is in crisis. A question of his NFL fandom. Not the Browns, but the general viewing. And the trials and tribulations of a young Anthony Lima who failed to get hired in Lima, Ohio. How bad of a broadcaster was I? Find out. It's the Lima episode of the emerging podcast scene presented by Extend Technologies. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, he's the one not dessert? Not for me. Yeah, good. Your table is ready for Carmen in Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. Tone is going through. Oh, go to Extend Technologies, by the way. We love Extend Technologies. Did you know that, Tone? You knew that we loved Extend Technologies? Naturally, that should go without saying, but we should say it because technically they help pay the bills. Yes, but we are ecstatic. We have a problem. Double A is running around. What is the problem? What is, oh, oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, try. Oh, no, that's Vox Pro, so that ain't going to work. Talk now. Oh, here we go. Trying to get the microphones to work on the emerging podcast where some people think it should be called the Screaming Divas. The Screaming Divas, which I said would make for a fabulous tag team. The old wrestling. Uh, that's how I feel. It's working now. And now the mics are back on, and now we the mics can are back go on. to town. Here we go. Here we go. Brought to you by Extend Technologies. Hello. Hello there. I just want to point it out that I was able to fix the board, not double A. How'd that make you feel to hear that, double A? <laughs> I am so disappointed in myself. <laughs> I just went, yeah, guys, I know. I've, I've worked a board before. I we, was a board. We, I started have, as a board out. We have phone problems today. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. I'm sorry. But the thing is, I did the same thing double A did when I first ran a board. I ran Akron games and Akron Rubber Ducks games, which formerly were the Arrows, and I drew what the board should look like. Oh, okay. So I knew this was before. Guess what I did? You, I have, did, you drew I what the board should look like? Yeah. Because on is off. I didn't take I my phone. The when I first started, this is set in 2013, 14, 2000. No, 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 no. 2014, 2007. I don't think I I could like take a camera picture. On my phone, like a good one. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an iPhone yet. I had a, I had a Droid or whatever, and I wasn't part of the group. I when did the iPhone come out? It's been around now for is it fourteen years? Yeah, I mean, start okay. With the so that's this was I started almost sixteen. It'll be on November fourteenth, next two two Tuesdays from now. It'll be sixteen years. Mm-hmm. You want to know the story about how I got the job? Go ahead. I got called. I was I was. Uh, Using the facilities at Jaeger Stadium at mm-hmm. Miami of Ohio, and I was in the press box, and I did an interview, and the guy was going to hire me, and then he got like blown out, or I think he quit. His name was Jerry. He seemed like a really nice guy, and then my old boss Keith, a different Keith, uh, called me because I'm like, man, I'm just like, I was getting a call back, I didn't know, and I'm like, 
all right, I'm going to send this guy one email, one more email. I was calling the radio station, and there was this really nice lady, Linda, Linda Breckenridge. I hope she's still with us. She's a very nice lady. She was like, yeah, I'm giving him your messages, but he's not in, he's not in, he's not in, like that. Because back in those days, 2007, she was still putting it on, like, sticky notes, post-it notes. And, like, this person called you, give him a call back. And they're probably posted, like, all over the place. They're, on, like, on his door. Mm. And I gave, I finally was like, man... I'm not going to get this job. And I sent an email to him like, hey, just checking up with you. If you da-da-da, give me a call. And then I was like, well, I'm I'm feeling the boom-booms. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he called me <laughs> while I was in the bathroom. He's like, yeah, man. He was like, yeah, I want you to start and this, that, and the other. And I went home from that game. And, like, I think the next day I drove, I went in. And uh, that's when I got my training and I started as a board op. 2007. And so on uh, next Tuesday, two Tuesdays from now, it'll be 16 years. See, the difference between radio and TV. In the biz. The difference between radio and TV is, you know, radio stations, we're always, right now, we're always looking for people to get into the biz, get their feet wet doing anything and everything at a radio station. Mm -hmm. And then you work your way up to weekends, getting maybe an opportunity to... Crack that mic open one time during a four-hour weekend show, yep. and then maybe someone heard it and said, "Wow, all right, that guy can actually talk. Maybe let's give him uh, a chance at being a 2020 anchor." And then, out of necessity, because nobody wants to give up these jobs, but somebody calls in sick, and so you get a chance one day on maybe it's Christmas Day, you get an anchor shift. Yep, and then maybe that works out. Normally, you're going to be pretty bad at it to start out. Mm-hmm. So we have to take a step back and go over things. we got to take a step back. <laughs> and, and so you see the, you see the process, right? Mm-hmm. And so for most people that are in the radio biz, for many years, that's kind of how it worked, right, Kenny? That's yeah. TV. That's how it worked for me. Yeah, TV, it was send out tapes. Yep. And when I was doing it, it was physical. There were no links to any YouTube pages. You actually had I, to. I sent out CDs, demos. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, with with us, we had to send out tapes. And I remember that first go around, I was looking for jobs. I was still, I was completing my program at Syracuse using their facilities to just make tapes. And that's what all of us were doing. Mm-hmm. We were all not, we were all like bringing, we were bringing alcohol to the facilities. Of course you were. And then kind of working through the night, dubbing a hundred tapes. Mm. You had to do it in real time. There was no magical way to do it. If your tape was 10 minutes, your yep. resume tape... Every tape took 10 minutes. I don't think a tape should be 10 minutes. Well, we, we at the time things have changed. Now yeah. it's it's but you had to you had to do Mine was 90 seconds. For, well for but for us and for television purposes to be a sports anchor in any town in America whether it was Alpena, Michigan or Bangor, Maine, and I applied both of those places or Lima, Ohio, Lima, Ohio, uh you had to have a demo tape, a resume reel that had a bunch of stand-ups and then two stories, and your stories were probably supposed to be 90 seconds each. So five minute, you know, six minutes mm-hmm. tape. Yeah, I was gonna say, Lyman, did they give you guys like a time restraint for how long the tape needed to be? Well, it was for great. Radio, my boss it had to be, it had to be a certain time. It be above 90 seconds. When I first got my job, my boss is like, this is too I, I remember I made a demo and my demo was three minutes. He goes, shorter, 
90 seconds. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, how do I take it out? Immediately. Yeah. Um, I applied. I was at that time. I was actually still applying for TV jobs, which is terrible because I don't know. I did not know how to do any of that stuff. I didn't know how to edit. Like we used Avid. Yeah, I used and Avid. It's. I mean, Avid is. You might as well be trying to read Sanskrit while you're trying to edit video. I mean, now it's. It seems to be easier, but I barely well, do any of that. Well, it easier for broadcast news. Yeah, a very simplified yeah. version. But I was. Uh, I me- I uh, I sent one to. What did I apply for? I told you the Colorado State story yeah. on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I applied for one in Canton, Michigan. And there was a couple of one in, in it might have been, it wasn't Bangor. I remember it was like, I'm not good enough for Bangor, Maine. It was like another one in, in Maine. But I don't know how many TV oh, markets are was, in Maine. So there probably was like I, one of the other two. Yeah. Um, so I sent a couple there, but usually it was radio. And I remember the first time, because I, I was on WZIP, and I had no problem turning on the mic on WZIP. I remember my first update. I, I, I remember saying, Tyler Hensborough, and I was all pukey and radio voicey. <laughs> and I was calling him Psycho T and all that stuff. And then I uh, I did, when I was doing the the, the uh, Arrows games, I would go back into programming, and I'd have to do the uh, top of the hour um, legal ID. And so I turn on the mic and go, 1350 WARF AM Akron. And I was like so nervous. And you could not mess those up. So nervous to do it. And here I am messing up all the time. Anyway, that wasn't the gist of things. It was just funny with the with the board being set up. I'm like, I still remember how to run a board all these years later. Oh, well, I was just going to add one other thing. Yeah. Not only did I send those tapes out, and we were warned. We were warned that for sports jobs entry level, that the news director's at these TV stations were getting 100 to 200 tapes. Yeah. So you had no chance, unless you knew somebody. Well, I got the idea. I was working at the golf course at the time uh, over at Berkshire Hills, and I was like, well, they're not answering emails, and then they're telling you, hey, don't email. Stop emailing. Stop calling. Stop being persistent. Mm -hmm. And it's everything you've ever been told is to be persistent. And they're like, actually, there are news directors that will scratch your name off and keep a list of people that did not follow the directions because the directions in the job uh, on the job pages were do not call, do not email. And then sometimes you would call an email and they'd be like, yeah, that's just a weed weed out for the people that weren't persistent. So it's like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? It's such a weird, it's like, honestly, it's like your first high school girlfriend. Everything's a, they make it, TV people are so dramatic and they make everything this guessing game. They really do. It was so so silly. So what did I do? I said, all right, there's a job open in Toledo. I'm driving my tape from Syracuse. So from Syracuse to Toledo, I mean, that was every bit of a seven hour drive. Mm-hmm. So I drove there and I had I had no money for gas for anything. Like it was bleak. Uh I just drove out there, spent the day in Toledo and I got myself an interview. And I was a finalist. They had me they had me call in for another interview and I didn't get the job. A dude that was hired from Toledo, lifelong Toledo guy and an intern there. So odds were stacked against yep. me and I didn't get it. Then I drove to Erie, PA, and now I had since moved back to Cleveland, working at the golf course like 60 hours a week, delivering pizza, and I called off a shift at the, t- at the uh, uh, golf course to drive out to Erie, PA. I just showed up. I showed up at 11 a.m., and the guy said, hey, man, I appreciate you driving out. I got no time for you today. He goes, I might have time at the end of the day at like 5 o'clock. Well, it's Ooh. 11 so I hang out in Erie, PA for an entire day, and it is at that point you realize, boy, you don't ever want to be unemployed because the days are too long. 
Yeah. What the hell do yeah, you do? They, they just drag. And I, you know, I don't have a house or a hotel to go back to in Erie, PA. I'm just hanging out at the mall, eating. Uh, didn't bring out bring workout clothes, so that wasn't really going to happen. I'm like, all right, I'll spend some time on the phone with my buddies sitting on the lake in Erie, PA. Like it was rough, staring at my phone, going, "Did they call me?" Did they call me? I was going to say, how long did you spend at the lake? I just, dude, it was the longest day of my life. It was horrific. Finally, I called. It's like 440. I'm like, hey, I'm the guy that brought the tape earlier. And he's like, can you get here right now? I'm like, Boom! I am in your I'm in your driveway. I'm like right here. (laughs) The call's coming from in the station. It was there like two minutes later, and they gave me a tour of the station. He really appreciated the news director really appreciated it. And they ended up making an internal hire. Oh my god. And they they apologized. Like they felt bad. So it will I'm like, well, I can't keep doing this. I'm not a you rich drove kid. from here or Syracuse. No, that that point it was from I was back in Cleveland. Oh my god. But that's such that's now, still a long drive. But man. now yeah, it was like an hour and from the east side. It was like an hour and ten or whatever. So I come to the realization like if this continues, I can't do this every day. I had buddies from my college that were doing this they were driving cross country and they were getting jobs yeah. in the dakotas like they were just gonna do it because that was it the dream was over if you didn't get a job me i'm thinking i can't afford to do this i don't have enough money i have no support i don't have parents that can pay for this like you can see how the rich kids that send their kids to northwestern and syracuse and yeah. all these great schools well yeah just we had a guy we got take a, guy, a summer off and go do your thing we had a guy years ago remember he was sent here Got a part-time job, and his parents put him up downtown. Yeah, that's right. And he's a nice guy. What was his first name? No, nah, I'm not going to say his name. No, nah, I'm not even going to give a first name. Not going to do it. Because he's a nice guy, and I don't know if he listens. And I yeah. you know, I don't want to. He works his ass off now, and I don't want to. It's he, not their he, fault he's, their parents are rich. Yeah, he's no longer here, and I don't want to make it sound like he just got whatever. Yeah. But he he did go to Syracuse. And, uh, I mean, we used to sit there and go, oh, Syracuse guy, things like that. Because you always had a chip on your shoulder. But, but man, here's that's the thing. tough. These, that's tough. These jobs that... I'm driving around the region to try to get. Mm-hmm. They're the lowest paying entry level jobs that you can have. Yep. You know, you could have the worst teaching job. You're making more money than what you are in broadcasting. And that isn't to say, believe me, I understand. This is not to say that, oh, feel bad for us <laughs> in the broadcast biz. Like we Teachers pl- go get after you for that. Like we play make-believe for four hours a day and get paid for it. It turns in, it can turn into a really great opportunity and a great job. But unfortunately... There are a lot of people that just get washed right out of the system yeah. because they don't have the patience, they don't have the time, and they certainly maybe don't have the money because it becomes well, a financial life, thing. Lifestyle can change. What you want out of life can change. I mean, it's not – and, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they're leaving it in droves. And I, I know there's more people leaving than there have been, but there was other people who got out before. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I you got your good and your bad with everything there, but that was a – Man, sitting in Erie, Pennsylvania. I've spent time in Erie, Pennsylvania with doing baseball. It always rained in Erie. It always rained. Every time we went to Erie, it rained. They played the Seawolves, and it would rain. And we were right next to the arena with the Bayhawks. It was great because every now and then a guy would hit a home run right off the arena. Which, God, I wish I still had those tapes. I have none of those tapes. I have none of those tapes left of, base, of me doing baseball. I wish I had the tapes. I don't know what happened to them. I actually know what happened what to happened them. They got, to them? Yeah. they got scrubbed from the system when I got uh, laid off. 
before I got this oh job. Oh my god! Oh, Wait, you, you, got scrub. Chance, you, you weren't get a to back him up? you weren't nope. keeping a reel in real time. I mean, most most guys are so paranoid. Nope. That I I mean I knew I was I, I was knew, naive. Kid, I knew a weather anchor man. I'll tell you the name after the show. He's still in the market. I don't know if he's working. He'd been around forever. And I watched him one day when I was interning at a TV station. And I watched him and I said. You've been in the business forever. Why are you air checking yourself? And air checking, for those that don't know, it's you either listening or watching, you know, whatever you just did on the air. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, well, I got to gotta figure out if I want to dub it over. And I said, why would you need to dub it over? He goes, it's not my keeper reel. And I go, why would you need to keep it? He goes, if I'm out of a job tomorrow, I need to show that I just did this job very recently and that I'm not out of the biz. He goes, people use my age against me. I need to prove that I was just on the air. Like, he was paranoid. He was very paranoid and wanted to keep everything he had ever done and i'm like what is this business i'm getting into what is wrong is with this very business smart though madman very smart oh my god if something happened like you can't get back into yeah like i didn't even think email. i didn't even think about it <laughs> and my boss felt bad about it at the time even though he was walking me out the door <laughs> or he had just walked me out the and door and they do the scrubbing you should say at least my at least let me watch you do it I want to see an official scrubbing so we can commemorate this event and I will remember this the rest of my life oh. here's the button delete <laughs> boom you never existed that's it goodbye Ken this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you have an NFL fandom problem. I do. Tell me. I do, and I'm worried to admit it. I'm worried to admit it, so I thought maybe the therapy of this podcast well, and the, this unwa- show the unwatchables would help. I, so yeah, have too many become unwatchable. I started very early in the season. What were we two weeks in? Yes. And I told Ken there were teams that are already unwatchable. There were a bunch of teams that I am not. And my my explanation for what an unwatchable team was was: Am I going out of my way to see this team? If the answer is no, it's not that I'm never going to watch their games, but am I going out of my way? Am I stopping what I'm doing and saying, oh, this game is on Thursday Night Football. I've got to put it on to see. And when the answer continues to be, no, I'm not doing that, I start to question my NFL fandom. And I brought up the amount of quarterbacks that have already played this year. We know the amount of quarterbacks that started last year was in like the mid-60s. We're already going to be like over 40 by the end of this weekend or next weekend. We're watching the quarterback play, and you know bad quarterback play when you see it. 
you know, yeah, there are going to be touchdowns. There's going to be excitement. There's going to be contested catches. There, there are going to be guys that are running away from a pass rush, and that is entertaining. But over the course of a game, forget about red zone. Over the course of a game, can you watch a Thursday night game, stream it, and be that interested in it to where you stop what you're doing and watch it? Or, or even if you don't do that and you just have it on in the background, and are you paying attention? Or is bed a better option? Going to bed early and missing the rest of that primetime game, is that a better option? Because I'm not going to fu- stay up and watch an entire primetime well, game that does not involve the Cleveland Browns. We have weird hours. I get that. That is not going to happen. So let's say you had a 9-5, to five, okay, but you have kids, so you got to get up early anyway and uh, you know help the kids what go to school. What time do I got to get up? What time do most Americans get up? 6, 15, 6, 30? Okay. Well, yeah. Is, what that, time? is that accurate? A, I don't know. Give me a time. Say 6 a.m. 6, 30. 6.30. Oh, geez, that's luxurious. <laughs> I wake up, on, if I have a day off and I wake up at 6.30, I feel like I woke up yeah. like in the middle <laughs> of the afternoon. I know. I still it's, on my off days wake up at 3.30. Yeah, 6.30. <laughs> um, but for the average person, I'm saying. let's. Just, yeah, I mean, if you go to bed at 6.30, like, there's a lot of people who are just getting six hours of sleep, and that's yeah. it. And they're just going to bed at midnight. So you can watch the all phone, the games. Whatever, yeah. You can watch all the so games. So you're watching all the games if you really want to watch all the games. But now, if you're that obsessed with watching sports. You know, the first few weeks of the year, I was I was watching the primetime game almost to, to its conclusion, having mm-hmm. a beverage. And, yeah, you were. And I was like, football's back. This is awesome. And now we're not yet to the halfway point. And there are fewer and fewer games where I'm like, I gotta see this game, and we've already got backups starting. That's well, a killer that's to probably me. Probably part of it is you're not your quarterback is not playing. Your quarterback is not playing right now, and you're not comparing him to other quarterbacks because those quarterbacks really aren't playing. I mean, is he Pickett tonight? Is Pickett going to play again tonight? I think they said he is now. Okay, so he's going to play against Will Levis. He he said he is. Okay, that's right. Pickett said himself he was going to play. I'm interested in Will Levis because of what he did last week. And that's, I I was just about to say. And it's the Steelers, so I am am interested tonight. I am going to go out of my way to watch tonight. But Will Levis is an outlier because he played so well in his first game. And a lot of people didn't think he was going to play that well. So now it's like, well, I got to see him. It's Thursday night football. Did did the Patriots or the, excuse me, did the Steelers neutral? Are they going to neutralize him or or anything like that? But I, there's a lot of quarterbacks. I'm interested in watching football, so I am not the best person to bring this up. I mean, I told you, I went back and what when Peter Schrager himself is asking why you're going back, <laughs> asking me yeah. why I'm going back and watching Giants Jets. You might be watching a little bit too much football, the okay? Fact you wanted to see I know it was for show purposes, but all what 24 of those punts? Yeah. I wanted to see it. And it was a terrible game to watch back. Yes. Oh, Sunday night football this week, Bengals Bills. That's a great game. Except Josh Allen is having shoulder issues. He did not practice yesterday, I do not believe. So it's that's still a one. big game for the Browns. You still are paying attention to the Bengals because if they win, that's five of six. And obviously, they, so with their storylines, I just gave yeah, you. That, well, that's, that's a headline game. But look at, then look Monday. At next Sunday. Oh, wait, wait. Let's look at Monday. Yo. Double A Monday, Chargers and Jets. Now on paper, four and three versus three and four. Both teams can make the playoffs. They're in our seven in heaven on the outside looking in, but they're, they're in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Kenny, if I watch a quarter of that game, that's probably it. It's Monday. Monday night is the night you got to get your sleep, like you kind of do to set up the week. Monday I, night or Sunday night? I think Monday night as best you can. Sunday, Sunday. I know, especially like the old days. That's a drink day. That's a drinking day, and a lot of those days turn into not much, not much sleep. So when did you have to get your sleep? 
I had to get my sleep on Monday night. I actually, Always. I actually have a harder... I actually want to sleep more on Sunday night than Monday night. I don't know why. Maybe it's just... That would be you, nice. Maybe it's just a, you already had your whole day of football, mm-hmm. and that's it. I know for me... Depends on if, what I did on Saturday. That, too. <laughs> I know for me, if there was no... I know we don't talk fantasy, but I'm involved with it. Um, if there's no fantasy involvement with Chargers Jets, so <laughs> so we, obviously the fantasy uh, component, I, I'll that I'll be an outlier. I know our listeners do fantasy. Mm-hmm. I know they're obsessed with gambling and fantasy, but because I'm not, I want to know if I'm totally alone or if the caliber of football. Now I, I want to ask you something, Ken. Okay, I do feel like the internet bitches about the level of football every year. Every year, at some point, it becomes a talking point, and then it becomes a narrative. What has happened to the NFL? And I just think every game comes down to the wire. So that that part of I'm it... I'm going to sound like such an elitist is, with my answer. Well, okay, go ahead. I don't think 99% of the internet knows what the hell they're looking at. I think they watch college football games. Well, back before they destroyed the, uh, uh, the um, overtime rule... Yeah. I think they look at college football games that end 55-49. <laughs> what an amazing game. It's entertaining. This is not a good football game. Let's. We need to differentiate what's a good football game and what's an entertaining game. Because there's also plenty of games that end up 3-0, and people think old curmudgeons are going to go, what a great game. Nope, those games suck too. Those games suck. 3-0 and 48-47 can both be bad football games. Okay? If there's a lack I mean, you're seeing all these guys lack execution. Like, we, we confuse, wow, this guy's 20 yards wide open. It's a big shot play, and he made it. No, the quarterback sucks, and he fell over. That's not a great play. Yeah. That's a quarterback. The cornerback sucked and fell over. Now, if you see a guy get a back shoulder catch on is an all-American cornerback that's going to go first round in an SEC game, mm. we're looking at big plays here. Well, and well, the first I, I thing, think a lot of people they don't know what they're looking. Plus, they don't care about any of these players because they know their teams don't care about any of these players. Yeah. They don't care about Tommy DeVito with the Giants. They care about Daniel Jones. The problem is you don't care about Daniel mm. Jones because everybody knows Daniel Jones is not even overrated. He's just not good. The, right. Zach Wilson they. I've already told you that he doesn't matter. Go down the list, all these guys. Quarterback, when it comes to our entertainment, quarterbacks is where quarterbacks are where it starts. Then we fan out everywhere else. And if you don't care about the quarterbacks, they're going to have problems with it. What I'm what I'm hoping that they avoid. I am hoping that the NFL avoids rule changes to protect quarterbacks. I think they've done enough already. But the quarterback itself has changed. They are more apt to run. They're more apt to put themselves in harm's way. And I don't want the NFL to overcorrect things and establish rules because I do think that affects the refs and how we see the refs. I think they have so many rule changes every year, they don't know what's what. They've made their jobs very, very difficult over the last few years because you have these rule changes to, yes, and I hate this part too, doctor the game, remedy things. I said the NFL is going to get that ball in the end zone. Come hell or high water, that league, oh, we have a scoring problem? Okay. You know, when, when it was when they were proving a point 
after they after they had to pay the settlement for the concussions, and they wanted to protect quarterbacks. And yeah, the Aaron Rodgers, the first Aaron Rodgers, the Anthony Barr landed on his shoulder thing, and then they started calling uh, they started calling roughing the passer like crazy, and people were discussed like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna prove their point, and they're gonna make sure it's done. They're gonna change your behavior, and that's what they're gonna do. And I was afraid, and I haven't seen it very much. I'm actually surprised by it over the last couple of weeks. When the note when the news first came out over the first month and a half that man passing yards are down, scoring is down, offensive efficiency is all down, it's all down, why is it down? I'm going, they're going to start calling more hold, or DP, DPIs, they're going to start calling less holds, that league is going to get that ball in the end zone. And that's what I hate, because I don't like, I know there's always going to be, games aren't rigged, but there's a manipulation for entertainment's sake. There are always going to be things that are manipulated to make sure that you and I and AA and anybody else who's listening to this is locked in every day there's an NFL game that week. Well, if you're the NFL, I am the one person, I, I, if not one person, we all agree when a game is start and stop and too many penalties, it becomes really rough watching. I'll turn it off. But does the NFL think that the public will do that? Because if I'm the NFL... I just tell referees, swallow whistles. When in doubt, don't call it. When in doubt, swallow your whistle. When in doubt, let a play run its course yep. before we stop it. Yep. Like That's how I would be because I just don't want to sit there and watch something that always is an interminable stop, start, stop, start, stop penalty where the announcers even get annoyed, where they're like, all right, ooh, boy, yeah, well, we need to get this one under control. Do you think the streamlining of baseball – has put a little bit more of a light on what is slogging around with football. I've overused that word today because of the Knicks game because they slow everybody down. But do you think that the spotlight on baseball has changed the way that we might look at some of the other sports? Because you look at the you look at Major League Baseball, they've sped up their sports significantly. I thought it was a tremendous season. Yeah. And I think part of the reason your attendance is up is because people believe that they are finally going to see a finish to the game. There will be a culmination right in front of them. It's like going to a play. You don't want some open-ended thing. You want to... There's consistent action every every minute. And so I I think that that made things easier for them. And I, I question the spotlight. Like now, you and I have both talked about the interminable... Length of games in college football, where you got some of these mat games back in the day that I, I mean, you take an hour to get through the first quarter, yeah. an hour to get through a quarter of football, an hour. Now things would speed up a little bit later on, but you would because these passing attacks and hey, God rest his soul, Mike Leach, Mike Leach is passing on every down. If you if you're putting the ball in the air sixty times on some games, clock's up. Clock stop. Clock stop. Clock, clock stop. stop. Clock stop. Yeah. Clock stop. Clock stop. Clock stop. You're you're just you're running in mud, and because of Major League Baseball, I've heard more of the conversation. Man, these college games, boy, these college games are taking longer. These college games are dragging on. And then they made some changes to try to make it. I I think it's been negligible. I haven't noticed anything. I haven't noticed with anything the college either. game. In fact, the games that I've been doing, yeah. the MAC games, have routinely gone three and a half hours. And I did one that was four. 
05 this year. I don't think you – and that is that is a danger zone. I don't think you – I mean, that's NASCAR length. You yeah. do not want to be – and NASCAR itself – do we need 500-mile races? Yeah. Do we need the Daytona? I mean, excuse me. We need the Daytona 500 to be 500 miles. Yeah. yeah. But do we need – I mean, Pocono used to be a 500-mile marathon. Nope, it's 400. I mean, they're thinking about doing 350s, 300s, like slowing it. Just because they can't get the attention? Because, because it's such a long day. And plus, the races – we're talking about length of time here. I know that we're. I'm getting off the. And beaten by the path, way, we have, another, use them as an we have another two hours to today's podcast. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm using them as an example. I hate that NASCAR is starting races at three. They start races at three on Sundays, and I think it's a terrible idea, especially when football season comes Ooh. around. Because I'm thinking you guys need to be on at noon. Get a NASCAR person to watch that game, and then if the Falcons are bad or the Buccaneers are bad, I'm thinking Southeast South, football yeah. teams. Let's be honest here. That's where NASCAR is predominantly big. If any of them teams are bad, they might stick around and watch the race. If any of them teams are good, football's football and football's king. But they might stick around and watch their favorite favorite driver. you got to create some personalities. I think they should start at noon. I can shout into the wind all I want about that. I cannot deny that these TV networks, they run everything, and the TV networks probably have good, solid data saying we will get ratings if they are at 3 o'clock. And so no matter what I scream and yell, they don't want to hear it because they know if I'm a NASCAR fan, I'm going to tune in. If they're going to start the, the races at 3 o'clock, they want a tight window. They want a finish because at 3 o'clock, these things go. And then you get the, the summer weather that pops in where not all these tracks. And it takes forever to dry a racetrack. It takes forever. It's Ooh. a road for crying out loud. So you're waiting all this time. And they go, hey, let's if we can make this a 300-mile race or a 350-mile race or we just have more 400s. We'll be out of here earlier, and we'll, that people will see the conclusion of it because they want to tune in for the conclusion. What am I going to do in between to get them from the start of the race, from the people loved, people always love gentlemen start your engines, from when they start the engines and roll off the grid until when they finish the race and they end up in winter circle, even though they really don't do that anymore. They just do burnouts, and I hate that. I wish they would go back to winter circle. But my question would be... Yeah. <laughs> Victory lane. But, but would you feel like... Not maybe not you because you're actually advocating for this, but as a NASCAR fan, yeah. you're not getting the full full event. If, I, it, I, if it's not five hundred miles, I don't get I don't get any of the event. When football season kicks off on August twenty sixth with week zero in college football, I love NASCAR. It's bye bye. See you in February. I hate to admit it, but it's true. The only thing I get, and I can say this because it's an it's carried on Odyssey. The only updates I get is the Dale Jr. download. That's the only update I get. It, everybody's thinking of speeding things up. NASCAR's thinking of speeding things up. Golf is thinking, trying to speed things up. Everybody's trying to speed up their game. Everybody's trying to speed up their wait, experience. Wait, wait, wait. How do you speed up golf? I'm just curious. Oh, Anthony could probably help you with that. <laughs> I mean, they, they're doing the best they can. I mean, that was part of the live tournament. Sped up play. They Let's were. go. Like that type of thing. And short shorts for the golfers. Short shorts. So you can see their thighs. That's a big part of it. That is a big part but, of it. You know, you know, one other thing, just to conclude on, on the NFL thing, and so I want to talk about Does the tomorrow. length of the game hurt you? Well, I don't know. I mean, if, you're, if you can't go to bed at 11. I think part of it, okay, that's fair. But I'm Plus still you gonna, have kids now and you're as, exhausted. Yeah, I still want to watch some of it. I still want to always see the beginning of games, first few drives. You know, they're scripted drives, so normally they're a little more fluid. Mm-hmm. And they're not as clunky as you get later in games when the defenses have adjusted and all that. 
I do wonder, when I started watching football in the late 80s and then throughout the 90s, you know, we certainly didn't have Red Zone. I think they pioneered, what is it called, uh, to have all the games? The NFL Sunday Ticket? Yeah. Sunday Ticket. When did Sunday Ticket originate? Was it like oh, 2003? Oh, I think That's I was like younger. Guess. Yeah, was around younger. 2000. Okay. Bef- 90s. <laughs> before, but I couldn't afford it. Like, there was no way I was purchasing I that. had a job I was going to buy for my dad for Christmas, and I didn't do Holy it. Holy cow. He's like, don't buy that. Don't just buy me some jeans. Well, I was going to buy it in the next year because it was Christmas yeah, and it was yeah. over. But it's birthday is on December 8th. So you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. That's a nice thought. That, that That's a very nice thought. Well, my dad's a Dolphins but, fan, so he only gets to see him a few few times a year. But it was cost prohibitive. And obviously, I'm in, you know, I'm in Cleveland. I'm watching games in Cleveland. I don't need the Sunday ticket. You know, you were given either two games at 1 o'clock and one at 4 or normally one game at 1 o'clock and two games at 4. For some reason, I remember sometimes there's only one game at each. I don't even know how that – I don't think that can happen anymore. And then you would get Sunday night football. Half the season was on ESPN, and half the season was on TNT with Vince Cellini, Cleveland's own, doing the pregame. That's and great. And Kevin Kiley on the set at times. Uh, he was involved. That's right. So that was it, and then Monday night football. Folks, that's all you got. And so what were you doing on Sundays? When a game was on, even if it wasn't the Browns, you sat there in front of your TV and you you looked at the bottom crawl to see what was going on in the other games. You didn't have a phone. Now I don't even want the bottom crawl. And I don't want the bottom crawl. We talked about that this week. Mm -hmm. And fantasy football, I mean, you would they would start to put that in. I remember TNT pioneered that. They were the first to do it before ESPN did it. Like, we are on the bottom of the screen going to say Michael Irvin had six catches today, 130 yards, and I'd scribble in my notebook, six catches. Uh, we had a points per catch league, so it was six and 130. That's 19. Did he have a touchdown, 26? And I'd write 26 points down mm. with question marks by everybody else that you couldn't fill in the question marks mostly until the USA Today, the very next day that I would get out in the library. That's old rotisserie stuff right there. Jeez. So that's how you had to do it, and you'd be calling on your landline to your buddy and saying, I think I'm winning. And he goes, no, I just saw highlights from the Raiders game and there were a couple touchdown passes there. You might be in trouble. And like, this is how we did it. But you watched every minute of those football games. Now there's so many games available to you. I can miss, I can miss a whole weekend of games. Like it's, it's not the end of the world. They play, they play 17 of them. But that's so spoiled. There's your difference. (laughs) There's your difference is I feel Saturday. We had that get together. I hate – well, I loved the get-together. I hated that I was missing college football. I hated it. I didn't – it's the only It's the only Buckeye game I'll miss all year is the Wisconsin game. And there were people like, I'm not missing the Buckeye game. Sorry, I'm not coming down. I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. I've missed Ohio State, Michigan three of the last four years. Ridiculous. That's because you're working a college Ridiculous. football game. Ridiculous. Well, yeah, but you said if you don't see it, it doesn't count. And it doesn't. According to the NCAA, they might agree with you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.